Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Hellhounds of Horror. I am David, joined by Al and John. We are having a very special guest on the podcast today, Mr. David Howard Thornton. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Nice to be back on here. Yeah, it's it's been some time since we had you on the last time, and you are our first uh, first guest as well, too, so it's great to have you back again. (laughs) Small world. Yeah. (laughs) So um, we'll basically be, um, you know, just asking some questions, you know, having a laugh, things like that. Uh, We're going to have a good time on this podcast. Sounds good. um, Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun here. Um, so any um, projects that you're working on right now as far as like um, <laughs> outside of the outside of the horror realm, basically? Nothing really outside of the horror realm because I'm knee deep into uh, filming Terrifier 2 right now. So, yeah, oh, I, I actually have like a week or so off and I go back filming next week. Oh, oh. nice, nice. So how far would you say um, that that you're into the filming process would you say you're halfway there yeah we're about a little bit over halfway now yeah we're we're going into the probably the end of march maybe a little bit into april with some pickup scenes and stuff like that yeah it's 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 insane (laughs) (laughs) uh... so much bigger Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh, yeah. After the success of the first one, it's very eagerly awaited. Um, the uh, the last thing we spoke, uh, It Chapter 1 had just come out. Mm-hmm. and uh, or, or it had been out for a couple of uh, years at that point. And Terrifier just came out, sorry. And uh, we were talking about how the introduction of Terrifier into the game made the producers of It Chapter 2 sort of put their backs against the wall and kind of yeah take after that so they did okay i was yeah i was, I was gonna say like what, what were your what were your thoughts on on it chapter two? Oh, i enjoyed it i bet you know i was like when they're saying oh, it's gonna be so much bloodier blah blah, blah. i was like i was yeah. like i was expecting it's like no you what they meant by bloodier is like okay we're just gonna fill up a bathroom with blood <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, well okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Can back up the blood truck right here, right to this bathtub. Yeah, it's so much bloodier because we got a whole bathroom stall filled with blood. I'm like, yep. okay, I, well, that's technically right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> technically, in this in this case, they uh, went literally. It's gonna be bloodier because we're gonna have a whole room full of blood. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. try and drown Jessica, uh, Jessica Chastain. Oh God, that had been miserable. That had have been such a miserable day on set for her. Oh my god, I, I know how it is for me. <laughs> well, it's like I, it's like you can't just have more blood. It, it also goes along with how how the blood's coming. You can't just have just yeah. like poor blood. You got like like as far as the killings go. Yeah, you got you got. That's where all the blood has to come in. I feel oh like. yeah, and and it's so cold and so sticky. It's just like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I felt sorry for her watching that. <laughs> And uh, as as we thought, uh, Bill Hader just did a magnificent job. Oh it's God, yes. so he much and um, the guy that played um um oh God, totally blanking. Uh, Eddie. Eddie, yeah, he was fantastic. Oh yeah, he was just like the two of them were hysterical together. I was yeah. just like they were cracking. I actually kind of liked Eddie better than Richie. I was, yeah, same. I was I was surprised. I was like, wow, I really like Eddie a lot better in this one. He was just—he was fantastic. The chemistry between the two of them, you could—you mm-hmm. could almost feel as if they'd been pals <clears throat> for yeah. 20, 30 years, and yeah, they—they they played off of each other very well. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think you know, Bill Hader seems like he's a, a, the type of guy that's easy to play off of anyway. Oh well, I just want to say congratulations to the success of Terrifier. It um, as soon as it—I'm talking about as soon as it dropped, it just exploded in the horror, um, just horror in general. I want to know how um. How much has your life changed since it came out? Oh, gosh. Well, for one, I'm covered in cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my roommate's cat's down here, like, rubbing up on me. I was petting her, and I, I forgot. Oh, I had a bunch of hair on my hand when I went up to scratch my face, and, oh, put up a bunch of hair. <laughs> ah, first world problems. Oh, no, right. <laughs> no shit, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot more pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez, uh, but not in the way that you. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was gonna say well, that's definitely a bonus right there. I'm like thinking horror conventions. That's where Harry pussy too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> no, no. Gosh, I mean, I well, first of all, I don't have to wait tables anymore, so that's that's been wonderful. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And that was 13 years of pure hell for me. So I'm like, that's. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I've basically just been doing a lot of conventions since then, and you know, and working on other projects. So it's just like it's been great. It's just, I'm able to focus on what I want to do. Yeah, I bet. I bet as far as the conventions go, the um, the in in suit Art the Clown photo op is amazing. I'm sure everyone wants a photo with the uh, Art the Clown. Oh yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's oh, so yeah. much. Is it, it? It takes a few hours to get all that on, so we have to. God, so much hair. <laughs> I just keep finding it. Oh my god! But yeah, but yeah, it takes a few hours to put all that on. So because Damien that comes out and does it and stuff like that. So it's like it's it, it's 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 kind of cool, but you know, at the same time, it's like oh, it's it's a process. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like um, because uh, pr prior to the release, there was um a lot of hype obviously coming up. You know, they have two mm -hmm. clown movies that are coming out in the same year. Now, since it's dropped, you know, I'm, me and obviously a few other people have seen um, multiple toy customs of your, your character. We've got a few friends who just got some like um, some Art the Clown tattoos. Uh, it's just <laughs> all it's just it's literally everywhere. It's, it's insane. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of love. It's it's insane. It's pretty badass. though. I got I got like Halloween costume now and I get all these T-shirts and it's just like the merchandise. We're just getting on that merchandise train, I think. Damien's trying to figure out some ways to get some action figures made and stuff wow. like that. Oh, wow. that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still wanting my Funko Pop figure, though. Dang it. I want my Funko Pop. <laughs> I would imagine. I'm surprised. I've seen a bunch of customs that look amazing, but you're yeah. a Funko Pop. That's that's. Oh, my nice. God. They're, they're yeah. losing yeah. out right now. It's like, come on. Synergy, that'd be a, guys. That'd be a big buy. Especially, like, once, once uh, Part 2 comes out, there are going to be so many things they could do with Funko Pop with you know oh yeah absolutely characters and stuff like that and so i'm like uh oh, i would i would be stoked if they did like um you know how they do the funko pops where they do the scene ones yeah where he's, where he's sawing the girl in half oh, that would be dope. yeah someone's yeah. done i think someone has done like one of those but not with funko pops they've done they just made their own custom version of that and it's it's pretty gnarly yeah that should be hard work I, yeah I, I i've tried my hand in it not not any good or anything but that shit is fucking difficult it's it's amazing. It's like the the caliber of the the talent of these people out there doing all these like merchandise. It's not official merchandise. So it's like, yeah, it's like it's weird because we feel like we should be like flag on the play, flag on the play. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, we're like, well, you know, these people aren't making millions of dollars off of this. It's of just like not. it's they're just going to conventions and selling a few of these yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's really yeah. helping us get the the word out right now. So it's like yeah. we can't really. We don't want to be total assholes. It's like, nope, can't do that. But All right, yeah, the, 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 these are people with kids. They're in their kitchen with some yeah. clay, and they're just, you know, tired of work. They want to get their mind off work, and why not get their their favorite horror character on a on a figure? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so I, I I find it totally flattering. It's like, and I've seen so much of that when I go to the conventions. I and it, it's it's really cool to see that because you don't really have a lot of like horror films that have come out in the last ten years or so that have that kind of like people doing that kind of artwork and merchandise yeah. and stuff like that. You know, I don't see anything for hereditary or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's a, a movie out of the eighties or nineties that they're doing yeah. something for. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just pretty cool. I'm like, Oh, all right. I'm, okay. I, I can't complain about this. It's like, it's, you know, Freddie, Jason, Mike Myers, all those guys. And then make the scream guy, then art. Right. And also, uh, uh the jigsaw, but you know, that's, that's yeah, about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all the uh, the Michael Myers, the mm -hmm. Jason, the Freddy, like that's been done to death. Oh yeah. So, so now, yeah. now now they're just they're starting to move to more like niche things. Like yeah. um, the I think for Christmas I got a Child's Play three Funko Pop from Walmart. It was a Walmart <laughs> exclusive for uh, Chucky from Child's Play three. Like what the fuck? And then Chatter from Hellraiser three. Uh huh. I mean, they're cool. Oh yeah. But, I mean, they're just super niche. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that goes to show that they're kind of they're starting to grasp at straws here for the final pieces of their licensing. So I think that's going to open up the playing field for a whole lot of um, other movies to be introduced into that. Because now they're bringing out uh, NECA's doing like um, Night of the Demons. They're mm -hmm. doing uh, Halloween Two. The Laurie. Um, yeah. Michael and. Uh, 
Why does his name escape me? Loomis. 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 That's the yeah. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're doing the the two pack with uh, Loomis and and Laurie, and then they have the H two cloth, and it's like. Well, they look really good too. They look fantastic. They do. It's yeah. it's long overdue now. The Halloween three season of the witch is getting a a line. It's just I feel like it's just a matter of time before they sort of come to their senses and. Hey, do, do the damn thing exactly. Oh, yeah. This is the same thing from uh, from last time, from almost two years ago. We we're still saying, "Neca, you need to do this." Yeah. So it just sucks here's, that here's, a toy, it just sucks that um, Toys R Us isn't around anymore because that's where a lot of people got their Neca's from. Yeah. Well, I think they're bringing back Toys R Us now, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Someone someone bought it and they're trying to bring it back. So, oh, no which shit. is good because that killed me. I was like, "Oh my god, no! You can't get rid of Toys R Us." Uh, yeah. I still remember back in when I was a kid, like maybe five or six years old, when they brought Toys R Us to my hometown in Huntsville, Alabama, and that was a big deal. It was like they had like people coming and dresses the different characters for wow. you know, like He Man and all that kind of stuff. I remember they wow. had like, and they used to do that. They used to bring the costume characters maybe once or twice a year. And so, you, like the kids, you could go meet them. So I remember like one time they had the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and you could actually go and he shook his hand, and his hands were sticky. Yeah, wow. It was so cool. I was like, ah! wow. It was so cool. Yeah, it's like it's like Toys R Us is just a big part of my childhood. I mean, that yeah. was like a, that was like an epic day if I got to go to Toys R Us. You know, it's like ah! right, right. That was yeah. That's a that's a huge part of people's childhood, and yeah. they were all devastated. Even if even if you hadn't been to Toys R Us for for years at a time, like you would still drive past it and think of all those times. I mean, even living here in New York, I used to go in Toys R Us from time to time in Times Square just to kill time and just... Because yeah. like, I'm a big kid. I like to go and just check out what everybody's into these days and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You'll, you'll just be like walking in the aisle and you see, is that a green Power Ranger decker? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I do that all the time. I'm like, I, I yeah. have to just tell myself, you don't have room in your apartment for anything. There you go. Especially when I go down the Lego aisle now. I'm just oh, like, yeah. because they have all the Marvel sets and the, the DC sets. And you, they're, I'm like, and they got those like 300, like the $300 Bat Cave from the Adam West. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, and oh. the Ghostbuster you know, firehouse, and I'm just like, oh my god, I want all of these, but I have nowhere to put them. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I was a huge Lego maniac as a kid. I actually have like four huge tubs of like Legos here in my apartment from nice. back in my childhood. Because wow. my dad, when he moved, he sent all that to me here in New York. I'm like, where am I going to put all this? <laughs> so I just have them just sitting here for like one day whenever I have my mega mansion or whatever. Yeah, of so I, you know. So I can have my Lego room. <laughs> yeah. that, that's like the most zen thing to me. It's just sit there and build all day. I, I love that yeah. kind of stuff. For... Cool. Talking about figures and shit. DC and Marvel. What are, we, what are your thoughts on Morbius? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm interested. I'm very interested to see what this is going to be like. I'm glad he doesn't have the little anuses on his hand like he did on the animated <laughs> Yeah, I've seen those. He had like four little buttholes on his hand. Yeah. yeah. Suckers, and, and yeah. The funny thing was when I was a kid, I didn't even think anything of that. I was like, right. oh, he, he drinks plasma. He doesn't drink blood. He drinks plasma. It's because they couldn't say blood back then. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. She's dumb. Yeah, I, I, had to go on, I had to go on Disney Plus and rewatch all those 1995 episodes, and, yeah. and I see I saw Blade with Spider Man, and I was like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on here?" Like, as a, you know, you don't notice yeah. those things as a kid. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to somehow intertwine the Sinister Six. Well, they did have Vulture, you know, in yeah. there in the trailer, which I was, I was like, "Oh, Michael Keaton again!" Yay! Yeah. <laughs> God, is I, I would I would love that. I would that would make me. I, I think someone recently leaked a thing about the. Yeah, no one knows if it's official or not, but it was like a, a leak of all the upcoming Marvel films, oh. and one of them is a Sinister Six film. Phase Five. Like, yeah, I've yeah. Seen that. I'm like yes. <laughs> I'm such a Spider-Man freak, so I'm just like that. Just makes me all kinds of happy. So I'm really hoping the rumor about the Spider Verse really comes to to light, where they're gonna ask, um, is it Toby, Garfield? Yeah, Toby, Toby Garfield. McGuire, Garfield, and uh, and Holland to play all their Spider-Mans um, oh, as part of the Spider Verse. Cool. That would be really cool. I would be yeah. happy with that. that do you have great. a do you do you have a preferred Spider-Man actor that you prefer? Oh, yeah. God, that's tough. I, I I think I, I like 
Tom Holland. I mean, like he just he just seems like a Peter Parker in a lot of ways. Right. Like he has that geekiness there to it and stuff like that. But I'm like, but also part of me also goes back to the original like animated series. You know, the guy that played Greg Brady. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I also Prince Eric on Little Mermaid too. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I met know. him. I uh, I met him last year at a convention. We shared a car together, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> no shit. That's dude. crazy. Dude, that is fucking cool. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Really so, nice guy. So, do you feel like Garfield just did a shit job? No, not at all. I, I thought he did I don't fine. Think so either. I did fine. It's just like I I was actually okay with those movies. It's just like. I think they all did well in their respected Spider-Mans, but yeah. Holland did really well, I think, because they put him in so much more. They put him in Civil War, and they put him yeah. in Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. Well, also, and he just... also, Holland is really good with gymnastics. He actually is doing all these flips and stuff. Oh, like okay. That. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He does that stuff. So, wow. yeah, he's The dude, to me, he's, he totally understands Peter Parker that, in that kind of – he can really envelop the character more that way. Well, that makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Damn, I didn't know that. Damn, that makes me lean, lean to him more than Toby now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's tough. <laughs> uh, I think, I think um, uh, with, with the time, uh, Toby and Wire was a more kind of emo Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that was it, huge. Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, then, if we can get a good MJ, that's what I really want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're having a hard time with that. That's yeah. one I've really struggled with. Well, the one with Garfield was uh, was Gwen Stacy, no? Yeah, but that yeah. was Emma Stone, and yeah, she, Emma she Stone. and that's the thing. Here she is is usually a redhead in most, even though she's actually a natural blonde. But she usually plays a redhead. Yep, she's blonde. Yeah, she's actually blonde. She dyed her hair red to stand out from everybody. But I mean, she would be a perfect. She would have been such a perfect Mary Jane because she's like she has that personality that I think is needed for Mary Jane. That just like you know, go get him tired type of just like right, right, right. strong ass kicking personality. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's always driven me crazy. It's like all these other versions of MJ, you know, the the Kirsten Dunstverse. That wasn't MJ to me. She would just say, "Okay, Peter," and then like uh, this one. And uh, I mean, she's not the real MJ. She's like Michelle Johnson, so she's not Mary Jane Watson. But she she's more just like the just kind of like emo type of like. That's not yep. MJ to me. I'm like I I had such a crush on MJ when I was a kid. Dude, but. So. In my opinion, Kirsten Dunst from the first Spider-Man was gorgeous, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. she was good-looking, dude. Oh, oh yeah. I, I won't argue with there, but she didn't have the personality for MJ. Yeah, she was a wet mop. Kind of like the girl yeah. from Twilight. <laughs> yeah. But... She was a wet mop. <laughs> Especially as it like, went on. It just it seemed like she got yeah. more and more stoned in each film. Right, yeah. yeah. Like... They should have stopped after two. I don't think yeah. three should have been created with the whole... Yeah. They they try to do way too much in the third film. It's just like it's like Venom needed his own film. That whole the whole symbiote, yeah. that whole that that whole that all needed just right. one film to itself. Well, well, kind of like um Batman v Superman when they at the end they started bringing fucking Doomsday, and just there was a fucking insane amount of shit that was colliding. Well, together. That's what I'm afraid of with this new Batman film that they're making right now. It seems like they're putting mm-hmm. way too many villains in it, and it's just like whoa, slow down. With Patterson, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting I, too. I I know because I mean he's a great actor, but I don't see him as a Bruce Wayne. I see him as a Dick Grayson. I would agree with you on that. He'd one. be a perfect Dick Grayson, bar none. Perfect Dick Grayson. Bruce Wayne? No, I don't see him as a Bruce should, Wayne. Should they have just kept Affleck? Yeah, I think they should have. I think he was. Oh, that would, that would have been a good. good. Yeah. That would have been a good pair. I, I well, the one I'm really upset with the casting is is Colin Farrell is Penguin. as the Penguin. He, he gets that's the whole crux of who Penguin is. It's all that is because of how he looks because he was a short, fat kid with a beak nose, and he was made yeah. fun of, and they called him the Penguin when he was a kid, and that's why he's got so much <laughs> anger, and he's a, that's that's that defined him. His looks exactly. defined him from the get go, and I'm like, you can't, I'm like, Colin Farrell might pack on a few pounds, but I'm sorry, but he's too good looking to play penguin. Exactly, yeah. like like Danny DeVito just looked. He killed it, man. He yeah. did a fucking amazing job. Yeah, he he would have been great as maybe Harvey Dent or something like that, but not Penguin. And they got the Riddler. Who's playing the Riddler? Oh, Paul Dano. He's perfect. Paul Dano. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. I'm happy with that casting. Well, also, like Justice League was just 
fucking rushed to hell, yeah. man. Oh, God, that was such a disappointment. It's like oh. they should have released Aquaman and the Flash movie and the Wonder Woman movie before they did Justice League. You and take, take their time with because Aquaman was fantastic. Oh, it Aquaman really was. was. That one surprised yeah. me how much I enjoyed it. And I was like, wow, you made me actually think Aquaman is badass. Yeah. You know? And that was yeah. the last good DC movie, I'd say. Yeah. Well, Joker, but, you know, that's I don't really consider Joker to be a DC movie. Like, I, still have, I still haven't even seen it. I'm like, it wait, for like, yeah, I'm waiting for like, no one to be very, around. very good. But that, it's one of those movies that <clears throat> it could have been just as good without making it a joker movie if it had just been right that's not how it felt to me because i mean it wasn't he wasn't joker to me in that movie that wasn't the joker it's it 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 seemed like someone just wrote a really good movie about you know mental health mm-hmm. and like well this is not going to put butts in the seat how can we put butts in the seat oh we'll just make him the joker and then we'll put some batman elves in. that will sell seats yeah interesting it's like and the, the film would have stood on its own without any of the Batman references at all in it. it it's, I mean, it's like his acting in it is fantastic. So it's just like, but to me, that still was not the Joker. Mark Hamill's a Joker. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You, you can't beat Hamill. It's just like, yeah. Just... He made a surprisingly decent Chucky, too. Or Buddy, sorry. Yeah, that was actually a decent film. Yeah, I was that's... actually surprised. Though I never understood why they made. Andy had that hearing aid the whole entire time. I thought they were going to use that as some kind of plot device, and it was just like, oh, no, he just... Yeah. Damn. I guess maybe because it's old technology. Yeah, I guess. Technically. Yeah. It just didn't seem necessary at all. Like, okay. Are you into Star Wars at all? Oh, God, yes. How do you feel about the last one? I actually enjoyed it. Now that you now that you asked that, um, I saw a video that you posted on YouTube from 2011 where you did 100 impersonations, and you did one of Palpatine. Oh God, yeah, I did. <laughs> would that be would that be a little far fetched to do on the pod right now? I have to see. It. It's been forever since I've done it. It's like, uh, let me get some water. Young <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> she should have. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've done Palpatine. She, she should have kept her last name. I really do. I really so? do think. She, yeah, I think I don't think she should have been Skywalker. Yeah. Whole, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's one thing I realized is like you know that that the whole nine films are not just a Skywalker saga. It's also the Palpatine saga too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it, you you see the rise of both the Skywalkers and the Palpatines and the fall of the. Right. Too, and it just kind of yeah. But but who would have banged the Palpatine? I know. In the of, like, <laughs> That's the thing is, I think no. everybody's like, but when when did he end up? Because he had to been old. When did he have yeah. time to? He had to been an old part, and he and he was already deformed by that time. Because this had to happen after Mace Windu, like you know, reflected yeah. the, the the Force lightning back into his face and scarred him like that. So it's like so someone's like, mm, I want that. I want some fucking Palpatine. Yeah, he had to have done some kind of Jedi mind trick or something like that. Some Sith, some Sith shit. That's yeah, what something, some something. Shit. Maybe one of those cult members like take me. I don't know. Hey, yeah, I mean, fuck. That's that's like, I didn't I didn't think of that until now. I didn't yeah. think. Oh, he wants to bang this guy. Yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely a crusty old dude for sure. And then, like, oh yeah. And like, what did did he raise his child, or did this child go off with the mom, or you know, because this is just like that's that's all the stuff. Like, man, I wish they had answered some of that. Yeah. Was it a, was it his son or his daughter's kid? Like, you know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking it was his son because you know, like she she was a Palpatine, so just like. I, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think it was his son, but I'm like so. Did they play, you know, catch with each other or? <laughs> right, yeah. That's yes, yes. <laughs> so, so now that you're going to all these conventions and stuff like that, who's somebody that um, you were looking forward to meeting at a convention that you got to meet? Oh, God, so many, so many. I, I think I there have been so many great ones because I've met so many of the horror icons, which are, you know, a lot of them like. Bill Mosley and Kane Hodder and those guys have all kind of become like family. I mean, I, I kind of consider like Felicia Rose to be my convention mama now. <laughs> the first one happened when I was in um, Orlando last year and Damien's doing my makeup mm-hmm. and we're in, in the green room and my manager, Bob, comes in. He's like, David, I got someone here that wants to meet you guys. And I'm like, oh, and I have my eyes closed and I hear this, oh, wow. <laughs> 
and like my eyes pop open and it's Christopher Lloyd standing there just oh, like a big old smile on his face I'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> And like our friend who's a photographer got a picture of this moment when it's like it's like Damien's got this big old smile and so I got a big smile on my face. Christopher Lloyd's got a smile. We're all just kind of like just like looking at all at each other, just like just smiling. And I was like, this is so cool! Oh my god! So it's like you're like my childhood, sir. You're so many great characters from great movies and TV shows. I'm like, oh my god! And he is so sweet. He's just a, he's a very quiet, reserved man. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, I loved it. That was a great one. Then um, another one is uh, someone I he's been a huge you know inspiration for me because we're so much alike physically, and it's Doug Jones. Right. Yeah, I, I met him at a convention, and we had been corresponding already because he did the Bye Bye Man with Jenna. Right. And, of course. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, hey, we have this in common. We both killed Jenna Cannell. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, I saw that we were going to be a convention together, so I, I hope they're able to say hi to you. And he's like, oh, yes, 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 huggles will be had. I'm like, great, oh, great. Man. And so he, I, I, took, I had a break, and I went over to his table, and he's got a long line of people, and I didn't want to break in line, so I just kind of stood to the side to see if I could just wave at him real quick. I'm like, hi. Right. And he, like, looks over at me and just jumps out of his seat and just comes over, runs over to me and just wraps me in this big hug. And he's like, oh, my God, my puppy. How's my puppy doing? Oh, my God. Look at that face. And he, he was like, I've been so wanting to meet you. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Wow. Was, I mean, this is like, this is like, you know, meeting Robert Williams to me. It's like he's another one of my idols. So it's like, and then later on that night, we were at a, a party and, he and I just sat over on the side for about an hour just talking to each other, getting to know each other. And it was just like, this is so cool. He's just the nicest guy. Yeah. I was like, That's this really is cool. so cool. But I'm, I've had so many of those moments, though. It's just like meeting people I've idolized. I met Frank Welker, you know, it, which is like, he's the voice of Scooby-Doo and Fred and... Right. Basically everybody from our, you know, like Dr. Claw and that is because he kind of inspired me to get into voiceover work because I do a lot of the critter sounds and stuff like that. So that, that was, he's very sweet, man. I've, I've met a lot of these voiceover people and stuff like that and all these horror icons. It's just, and they're all just the nicest people, especially the horror guys. Like these guys that have played these horrible murderous villains on screen are like the biggest teddy bears in real life. It's usually I've noticed like guys that play like the the romantic leads and the heroes are kind of the douchebags. Right. <laughs> You're so on point with that. That's what everyone always says when they see um, like horror movies and they're like, "Oh, this this person must be a horrible, horrible human being." And then when when you meet them, they're they're so appreciative to their fans. They're yeah. thanking you. They're yeah. taking the time to just take a couple of minutes out of their time just to sit and chat to you look at your tattoo oh, yeah. or like hear a hear a story like it's just so so cool when you get those experiences oh, yeah. absolutely like kane hodder is especially you know all about doing that stuff you, you'll see him he'll just he always has like an honorage of people at his table that he just, absolutely he's just holding court it's just like it's yeah it's so cool to see felicis the same way john kassir is the same way that's like they all like take their time just to they, they're not just like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Okay, hi, nice to meet you. It's just like they take their time with people. So is there anybody that um, that you're looking forward to meeting at an up- upcoming convention? Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be at, up at Astronomicon in two weeks, and uh-huh. uh, Char- Charles Fleischer is going to be there, who is the voice of Roger Rabbit. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's like, I mean, he plays all these other characters, but Roger Rabbit, that's my favorite movie of all time. So I'm just like, right. yeah. So it's like, uh, so, you know, like, Basically, in a year's time, I will have met Judge Doom, Jessica Rabbit, and now Roger Rabbit. So I'm just like, this is amazing. There and it's also Benny the awesome. Cab, too. So I'm like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was like, it's like that's like, I'm like, oh. I, I, did, I did, yeah, I met Kathleen Turner last year, too. But that was an interesting experience. <laughs> She's exactly as I imagined she would be. Because like, I'm so used to when I, because like, People are like, yeah, you want to get your picture with her? I'm like, oh, sure. Because I'm so used to, like, when I'm doing my pictures with my fans, I'm oh, you know, I put my arm around their shoulders, something like that. So I start to go, it's like, oh, no, darling, don't touch me. I don't know you yet. I'm like, oh, so sorry. I got you. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, 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 she wasn't being a, you know, a horrible person or anything. I was yeah. like, I'm like, 
I, I have to understand where she's coming from. Of course, yeah. being a woman, especially in all these years, she's probably had so many guys try to do stuff to her that way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I totally get it. But I was like, oh, God, I totally just look like an asshole to her. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh, jeez. I was just like, ah, oh, David, dude, man. <laughs> oh, but I, I totally get what you mean. I'm the same. <laughs> always, always gonna like put my arm around and. Yeah. I'm, just I, I'm a hugger, so I'm just. I'm yeah, just, of course. Yeah, and I, I realize there are some people that are like, oh no, don't touch me. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Speaking of uh, of conventions, um, I I can't remember where I'd seen it. I think it was on Instagram, but there was a picture of uh, you and Sid Haig in yeah. costume at a convention. Yeah. So I was I was sort of curious on uh, what your experiences were like with Sid. Um, that was that was amazing. Good. That was uh, that was at Mad Monster Party last year in Charlotte. We were getting our makeup done at the same time because we were doing our photo ops right after each other. Right. Mine takes longer than his, so it was like, yeah, he went first. But I mean, that that was epic in itself that you know, we're getting our makeup done together. And he, he it, you know, when he finished, he just turns to me and goes, "Okay, see you under the big top, kid." Walks out. Wow. And just like, oh, geez. And, and and we had chatted and stuff like that, too. Like, the the last convention I saw him at was when it was right before his birthday, like a day or so before his birthday, right, right. around the 4th of July up in Indianapolis. And, you know, it, it was, it was kind of cool because they, he was there and, you know, um, Bill was there as well. And they had a pinball machine next to them. Well, next to, uh, oh, Bill was in the same room with me, but Sid was in a different room in the corner. Right. But they had a pinball machine of uh, 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 Rob Zombie with House of Thousand Corpses and stuff like that. Right. And they're like, they had a competition who was going, who, who, who of all these like horror people that have played clowns and stuff like that are going to have the highest score. So, like, Bill played, Sid played, um, they had some of the people from It there, so they played, like, Brandon Crane and stuff like that. I love Brandon. Brandon's a great dude. Right, sounds cool. And, and, uh, and then I played, and I'm over there, and, like, I'm playing, and I, I don't know what was happening. I was having some kind of, like, idiot savant moment where I'm just, like, just killing it at this game. <laughs> and apparently at that time, like, it was... Bill had the highest score, and he had just barely beaten Sid. And they're just like leaning over to Sid and like, "Hey, Sid, David's killing you right now." And he's like, "Ah, oh, son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like, mess up, mess up. <laughs> and then I had to go gloat to Bill. Hey, Bill, I just beat your score. He's like, "No, you did not. That's impossible." And come look, <laughs> come look. It was, it was, it was, Sid was a great guy that, that, that was it. Like when he got sick was when we were, um, a bunch of us were up there in, uh, Minneapolis doing a convention. We, we were all going down the elevator. We just found out and it was funny because like, it was like me, Doug Bradley, Miko Hughes, Ashley was in the elevator with us. Ashley Lawrence and all, we're all in the elevator. So all these horror icons are all in the elevator, and just, it just happens serendipitously. And we're all just like, anybody know what's going on with Sid? Because it's right when he got sick, and everybody's like, well, I contacted Bill. I contacted Bill. I contacted Bill because everybody was going to yeah. Bill mostly. Like, uh -huh. they're like, what, what's going on? Because if anybody knows what's going on, it's Bill. It's Bill, yeah. Yeah, and Bill's like, I, I, I don't even know what's going on right now. What happened Shit. and stuff like that? Because like Sid was supposed to. Um, I think Sid was supposed to be at that convention that weekend or something like that, or he was supposed to be at a convention with us like a week or so later or something like that too. And that's when all this happened. It was just like, ah, oh, jeez, shit, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that just out of the blue, out of the blue. Yeah, it was. It was, it was truly sad. A lot of people were uh, affected by that personally. And, yeah, because uh, yeah. he was Sid was such a great guy. What really impressed me about him was like number one. He did not gouge his fans on prices for autographs. He, Never. I think, charged like $20 for an autograph, which is less than I even charge. I'm just like, it makes me feel bad. I'm like, ah, geez. And he would take his time and sit there and just talk with his fans. Yeah. He, he wouldn't hurry people down the line or anything like that. And he was always the first person on the floor and the last person to leave the floor. And I, I'm usually one of the first people and the last people to leave because I like to spend as much time as I can at the tables and I could never get there before Sid. It was like, he was always <laughs> there. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> but 
But that that just told you everything you know about the guy. It's just like, yeah. especially you know knowing knowing now, knowing how sick he was at the time. Not you know, it's just like wow, he was still there plugging away because of the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah he was real committed to his fans. Yeah, yeah, just a just a wonderful guy, smart guy too. My gosh, it's just yeah. like. I, I'm I feel very lucky to just been able to briefly know him. I I, I hate it that I couldn't really have gotten to know him even more so, but that's life. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately that is life. You're right. Um, that's actually one of the, the regrets of is not getting the chance to to meet him because that was always that was always my my list was um, Bill Mosley and Sid Tag. Have you gotten to meet Bill yet? Not meet Bill yet. Yeah. There was a convention uh, near me called Frightmare in the Falls mm-hmm. in uh, Niagara Falls, Canada. He was he was there. Miko Hughes was there. Um, Miko's a fr- Miko's a friend of the show. Oh, I love Miko. He's the greatest <laughs> guy, man. Yeah. I he love was, Miko. He was cool. And that's so funny about Miko is I like the stuff I saw him in as a kid, you know, when he was on Full House. He was like the little bratty little friend of Michelle. And I always figured he would just be the biggest asshole in real life <laughs> based on yeah. like the character he played. on. I even told him that. I was like, I always thought you would be an asshole. And he is just like the sweetest guy. I just yeah. absolutely love Miko. It's pretty cool. It's pretty huh. cool. Another another cool one. Um, I don't know if you ever had the chance to meet him. Um, is uh, James Jude Courtney. Who uh, he played the new Michael Myers? No, I have not met him yet, but I think we're going to finally be at a convention together soon. Fantastic! Yeah. He's he's definitely one of the nicest, most humble guys. Yeah. Um, all the Mike Myers that I have met have been, absolutely. Yeah, they're all just great guys. All the Jasons, all great guys. CJ yep. M, awesome dude. You know, uh, Ari. Oh yeah, he freaked me out because as when I did New Jersey Horror Guy, and he like his like his people came over, was like Ari wants to meet you. And I'm like, what? Well, Ari wants to meet me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet him. <laughs> He's just such a rock star. Oh my god! But also just the sweetest guy who yeah. just loves he loves horror movies. Yeah. He loves rock and roll, and he also likes to help people. So yeah. Yeah, he's great. Chris he's Jericho hot. is another really awesome one too. Oh, you got to meet Jericho? Oh yeah, yeah. He, I, oh, I like wow. I, it, that was a funny one. It was when I was down in Atlanta doing Days of the Dead, and I'm sitting there like because I had heard he was a fan, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's awesome, cool, all right. But I'm like, it's it's Chris Jericho, so I don't know if I can talk to this guy. So I'm like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Chris Jericho. So I'm sitting there, and I, I have a line of people, and I, I just sense someone like just breaking through line. And I was about to get a little bit upset with somebody, and it's, and I look up and it's him. And he's like, "Hey, David!" And I'm like, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Hey, I got a podcast. Uh, you want to come on it?" I, I I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> uh, he's like, "Well, here here's like here's my room number. Just come up tonight around like this time and." We'll, we'll hang out and chat. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh. And so I get up there and I like knock on the door. And he's like, hey, dude, I'm so sorry. We're running a little bit late, but come on in. We're just finishing up. And he was chatting with DDP at the time. And I'm like, so I'm just sitting there watching like DDP and Chris Jericho just talk about yoga. And I'm yeah. like, this is the most surreal thing. <laughs> yeah. And like Chris is a huge fan. It's just like, he, he's great, dude great dude like he uh, he and damien talk all the time now too we're trying to figure out a way maybe to get him into terrifier too or a few future one or something like that too so like it, it'd that, be, would, that would be awesome it would be that so would awesome be so fucking that, cool so yeah we uh we, we put out some um some posts on instagram and we got some uh some really cool questions from some people um the first one's from our friend Cheralicious. um she asks how was it working with felissa rose Oh, well, actually, I didn't get to film with Felissa. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't get to film it. She's in a different scene than I'm in. So right. I'm like, ah, darn it. But I've done so much with Felissa on the road. So it was like, we're family now. So Felissa's just so much fun. But I, I've gotten to see some of the footage from the, the scene, and it's hysterical. She's hysterical. Well, it's really funny. It's like, I finally saw Sleepaway Camp last year. And, it, and this is after I'd been like, hanging out with Felissa so much. And so, as soon as I, I finally saw it, I went up to like, Felissa, I finally saw Sleepaway Camp. And she's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> what do you think? It's like, oh, my God. You were the total opposite of Angela. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you were completely like... And I'm like, 
were you she's like yeah I, that's like that's how it was on set too it's like total opposites i'm like i was exactly how i am now they had to tell me to shut up all the time on set that must be tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun movie too i really enjoyed it hell yeah, yeah it's pretty good it, it doesn't have quite the uh twist ending but uh another uh sort of camp themed movie that was post friday the 13th was uh the burning is that a movie that you've uh you've seen oh i have not seen that one that's uh uh tom savini uh, chose not to do uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 in order to go to The Burning. Okay. So uh, it's got Jason Alexander, young Jason Alexander. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's very similar to Friday the 13th, um, and the uh, the villain there is uh, Cropsy, I think. Okay. So it's like a, a camp campground, and they're being killed by this guy with like, a, uh, like hedge trimmers. Oh, fun. And uh, some of the effects on there are like total Tom Savini, where he would hit real set off like a piece oh, of wood wait, to make I think it I've look I've seen real. some of this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The kid gets his fingers chopped off, and he pops out the water, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. So, so I, I love, I love like anything that's like camp related, like horror and stuff. Like that. I used to be a camp counselor for like five years, so I love that. Oh, yeah, wow. That's a whole <laughs> genre in itself. So it just, it's just that's a fun, fun atmosphere to. Definitely. So check out The Burning. That's one of my favorites, oh, honestly. Have to, have uh, another question we got here from um, Daisy the Chameleon mm-hmm. uh, is, what's your favorite type of Sunday? Sunday, like yeah, ice like cream a, Sunday? Like an ice cream Sunday, okay. yeah. A Sunday with an A-E, not a... And not, uh, yeah, not an A-Y. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my perfect Sunday would oh, be... Oh, <laughs> God. Because I used to work at Baskin Robbins way back mm. in the day. So nice. I, like, my boss there, she had known me since I was a baby. As skinny as I am, she's like, I, I want you to eat as much as you want. I want to fatten you up. <laughs> so she she let me have... Uh, she, all of us could eat whatever we wanted. But she's she's like, David, especially you. You eat whatever you want. <laughs> so I would make myself huge sun. I was always experimenting with things. So, like, I, I remember, like, one time I made a brownie sundae. I had the brownie underneath. And I put, like, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, coffee ice cream in there. And then we, at the time, we had this flavor called Love Potion 31, which oh, wow. was, it was like a white chocolate ice cream with a, a raspberry ribbon in it with a dark chocolate truffles with raspberry in them. Wow, Damn, that's delicious. quite an ice cream. Yeah, and so I put that, and then I put the hot fudge on it, then I put the whipped cream and the caramel, and I crushed up waffle cone and like put Reese's Pieces on it. It was good. It was diabetes in a cup. Oh, oh man. my God, yes. Yeah. In your opinion, would Art the Clown ever partners, partner himself up with another killer, or is he better working alone? He might. Ooh. That's it. Maybe some foreshadowing for a... He might. A new movie coming out? He might. <laughs> it, w- it would be interesting to see Art the Clown come across the Chucky doll and it would just come to life. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. telling him to do things. Be like the devil on his shoulder. So that's not something I would like to see in like one of these movies. Like they actually like, you know, like that Freddy versus Jason type of crossover, but like not where they're fighting each other, but they're actually just teaming up. Teaming up. Yeah. Like a Legion of Doom, like a horror Legion of Doom. Fuck like yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, that that be definitely cool. needs to happen. Um, we have another question here from uh, Homeboy Music Gram eighteen. I love these names. Nice. Um, what was it like to hang the girl on the chains and slice through her whole body? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually not a fun night because that was it was so cold, and we're oh. you know we we're really trying to like take good care of Catherine too because that was that was a tough thing because we would only let her hang upside down for like thirty seconds at a time. Because that was such a dangerous stunt. It's not good for a human body to be upside down for that long. Right. So it, it was a very tense night because we, we only had 30 seconds to film each time. So we had to do stuff really quick and be like, and okay, cut, 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 cut. Okay, and stop, 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 cut. Okay. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. It was, it was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. But, you know. Now, when I got to saw the real, not the real butt, but the, the fake body. That was funny. Yeah, the the dummy. When I got salted, the dummy. That was fun because I got salted that thing. I was like, "Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the fun part when you get to actually saw through these things and attack things. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and that seems like a good stress reliever. Oh, oh yeah, it can be. It can be. We've had some moments like that on the the new set too, where it's like, yeah. 
pay, of course. Oh yeah. Everyone's uh, eagerly anticipating what the uh, the next big thing's going to be in the uh, in Terrifier two. So. Oh boy. Oh. It's that 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 one of these kills that we did recently. I I think is de- definitely going to br- like uh, rival that hacksaw scene in terms of brutality. Right. It's a different type of kill, but it's brutal. We love Gordy. <laughs> so. I'm excited to see it when it comes out. Yeah, hell yeah! Like, I, I, I've, 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 you know, had my now my hands and intestines and stuff like that. Now, so it's like that's it's a real weird feeling, feeling like that kind of stuff. But like this is same time I'm like this is cool, but same time I'm like because <laughs> <laughs> it's intestines and shit. You're yeah, like, oh. yeah. I actually oh, have like you know gizzards and stuff like that we use on set, so it's just like, oh god, I probably got salmonella all over me right now. Oh, yeah. I gotta go wash this off. Purell. Yeah. Boil my hands. It's actually been an eye-opening experience, especially on the stuff we've done in Terrifier too. It's like how easily or how difficult some parts of the body are to actually get through. Right. With certain weapons and stuff. I, I wish I could say more, but like, you know, once the movie comes out, then I can actually say what I'm talking about. But I'm like, there's like one night where I, uh, one thing I was doing, I'm, oh, this is going to be easy to do. And I'm just like, my God, this is. <laughs> what, what did you make this out of concrete here? It's like, Jesus. It's like, we had other people come in and help me too. Because we're like, all trying to, we're like we're all trying to, we finally got through it. And we're like, man, geez, was this a Damien? defected model? <laughs> no, it's like Damien made it really well. It's like, oh man, that's good. <laughs> we we got a question here from um, uh, M Zombie Punk, uh, mm-hmm. which is, uh, do you have any dream roles that you would like to play? Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, the most obvious one is the Joker. Yeah, of course. Like that's that's bar none. I want to play him on a TV show. I'm like, you know, especially like. I'll, you know the new Batwoman show. I mean, I think they need to bring Joker in eventually. Hell yeah! I'm like, well, you got to bring me in then. Because the funny thing is, uh, uh, Cameras, who's on there, he plays uh, Luke um, Fox. He was actually in Terrifier originally. He was one of our cops, original cops. Because oh. like he and the 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 blonde guy seeing the morgue scene was our other original cop. But they were too good looking for cops, for New York <laughs> cops. It's right. like it had nothing to do with their act or anything. It's like when we went back and looked at her, it's like, yeah, they don't look like cops. They look like, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch models coming in. Like, <laughs> they look like, stripper, like, you know, they're like, they're stripper, higher stripper, stripper cops. cops. Yeah. It was just like, so it's like as much as we wanted, you know, we, we just had nowhere else to put them in the film. I was like, damn right. it, because Cameras is great. But no, he plays Luke on there. I'm like, man, I would love to join, be able to work with Cameras again. So uh, that would be great. So. But I'm like, um, I would love to play Jack Skellington. I've been wanting them oh, to do wow. a uh, stage adaptation of Nightmare Before Christmas as a musical for the longest time. I wish someone would get on that because I would love to play Jack. That would be awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I'd love to play The Mask. I would love to like do a reboot of The Mask and really do it like the Dark Horse comic version of it where it's all bloody and violent. Fuck yeah. That would be a lot of fun. They've actually um, mes- uh, mentioned that, that they want to do a reboot of the yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah well, but with Jim Carrey, which is like, oh, well, yeah, I'm fine with that, too. And, and, and fine, this one came to me today because I just started playing the, the game, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that would actually make a fun movie, like it'd make a live a- adaptation of Luigi's Mansion. Like, like Fuck, the, the, yeah. That'd be a fun, like, horror film for kids. Right, yeah. like a kind of like a yeah. monster high school tale. Like, God, I would be, yeah, like or like Monster Squad or something like that. Right, like that yeah, color. yeah. Like, and I would, I would love. And plus, I'm like, I would be perfect for Luigi. I would love to do that. I'm like, Mario, 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 Mario. Oh, I would have so much fun. I'm like, oh my god. Um, so we have a question from uh, Serena Bobinas. Uh, yeah. Fun name. I'm yeah. loving these names. Yeah. So, so what makes Art the demonic clown? Um, will we see more on that side, or do you think there will ever be a film solely on your character explaining how he evolved into be what he is today? Yeah. The, the, well, we'll get to it eventually. It's like, uh, well, we have little hints here or there in part two we we don't believe in just coming flat and going oh he's this 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 and he's been this and this 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 we don't want to do totally. that like we 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 
we're gonna do i think in our head we for the third film that we want to do a little bit more of the backstory how he became art the clown but we don't want to just give everything away but we don't even know if we're going to reveal all of that anyway because it's it's, it's that's part of the fun of the characters the mystique behind who he Absolutely. is and what drives Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the, how joker is is like you're not really supposed to know who Joker is. That's the right. mystery. Of so do you, do you know if uh, if they're aiming to do like a a theatrical release, a limited, or just kind of straight to? I don't know yet. I'm like we're just hoping to release it somehow in October. I'm, that's okay. all out of my pay grade. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's like I think you know it depends like what we do with distribution and stuff like that so just gotcha at the same time it's like i would love to release in theaters but if we released in theaters this would definitely be getting nc-17 rating yeah there's no way it would not (laughs) there's absolutely no way this would not get an nc-17 rating but who knows we might take that challenge and like we might be one of the most successful nc-17 rating movies released ever so just like so who knows because i think this is like one of those films it's fun to see on a big screen so that that, that would that would be criminal not to have that happen but you know right. we gotta do it we gotta do it and just release it on streaming and disc like we did last time but in like right. i'm hoping to have a theatrical release at least in limited capacity that would be pretty awesome maybe do like what they did with like uh three from hell and stuff like that or, right yeah. the last question we got that we received was um was from the horror den which is uh our friend michael viegas who for two plus years has had the same picture of Art the Clown from the first Terrifier as his profile picture. Yeah. So <laughs> he's he's a huge fan. He asked, uh, with starting the production of Terrifier 2, was there anything that Damien had planned that made you think, holy shit, we're going to do that? With oh, no details, of course. The whole, the whole hacksaw scene, I was just like, when I read that in the script, I was like, oh, wow. Because I was expecting to be like how you do it in movies, usually where they just cut away and you see the aftermath or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, we're going to show, you're actually going to cut through this thing and you're going to have the guts fall out and all this. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's actually going to be hanging upside down and we're going to do what? Yeah, we're doing that. I'm like, wow, okay. Wow. Because it's like when I read the script, it's, it's this pretty, you know, basic script too. Like when you, it's, it's, it's like, okay, this is okay. This is not like, you know, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah. But then when I'm on set and I'm seeing what we're doing, like, oh my God, this is so much cooler than it was on the page. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh man, that's that's definitely something I don't think we'd be able to uh, uh, transcribe from the page to uh, reality. I think that's when you see that you're just kind of like, oh, well, that's what's actually when I've been we on set for Terrifier Two is like the the actors we've gotten for some of these scenes that I haven't even been in some of these scenes, but I've gotten to watch the playback, and I'm like watching the actors, and I'm like, wow, that's so much better than what I had in my head. What they're bringing to the characters, like well, this one character that we have, uh, the character of Jeff in the the film, the, the actor plays him, Charlie. My God, it's like he could have just been your typical, just you know, asshole type of guy character, but he is he's brought different layers to this character you see in different scenes. And like the first time I saw him on set, I was dying laughing at the way he was playing the character. I was like, oh my God, I did not see the character being played that way, but I love it. I love his. I was just on set just watching him. It's like, this is so much fun. I'm like, this is great. Um, it's, I love it when. It's better than you imagined it was going to be. Right. It makes me so. That's why I I think everything for part two has just been upped. Everything is bigger and better this time. It's just like, oh my God, the story is better. Everything bigger and better. The production value, everything. It just upped. I'm so excited. It's like, and it it can be grueling because we've had like 16 hour days on set sometimes and stuff like that where it's just like, oh God, we're so tired. But at the same time, like, what we're doing is awesome and it makes it worth yeah. it. Yeah. As miserable as it can be sometimes when I'm covered in copious amounts of blood and it's 30 degrees outside. <laughs> it's like, oh, but this oh. is so cool what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, it makes me, I'm so excited about people seeing this, what we've been up to because, oh my God, it's so much fun. It's just, this, this is such a fun film. I think it's more fun than the first film by far. It's just, it's fun. 
How how long left do you have of uh, filming? Ah, uh, we're 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 about halfway through. The holiday season kind of slows down, of course, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Our our DP is having a baby right now, and so oh, okay. that's kind of you know so priority. Yeah, and some of the scenes that we thought were going to be simple to do were a lot, a little bit more complex than we thought. So we've had to take some more time on some of these scenes, and so we've right. we had to stretch it out. It's like when, when you're because we're still a small, low budget independent film. We we don't have the small budget we had the first time, but we're still we don't have a million dollar budget by far. Of course, so right. we don't have a big studio behind us, a huge team of people. So it's like we're we're still a small family. But Damien is one of those directors that he wants to be there for everything. He doesn't. He doesn't want anybody else to direct things. He wants to direct everything. He wants them. He micromanages everything. Uh, he, he's very OCD about that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, how many angles are we going to do of this one five seconds of a shot? <laughs> but it's like he has his reasoning for it. And I, I trust him. I trust in his vision because he, he does great work. And so it's like, you know, it looks really good. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So it takes a little bit longer than what I thought it was going to take. But it's ultimately going to be a better picture because of it. All this is like hyping me for this movie. Yeah, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so fucking hyped right now. Oh god! I like I said, we're still doing practical effects too. We're not relying on CG. We were we were talking about that in the last podcast where I was saying that in 2019 it was such a shit year for horror because a lot of these movies used a lot of CG in them, and I'm basically just said that you know if you're gonna do a horror movie, use a lot less of it and use more practical effects. Yeah, I just saw Midsummer. And it's like when the the whole the the space smash off of the cliff. I was like, oh yeah. god! I was like, that was good. That was good because that was a good use of practical effects there. Mm-hmm. And if that was CG, I would not have known it because that was that was good. That just like that that smash. I was like, oh god! And I love it when something makes me cringe like that because CG yeah. does not make me cringe no. like that. Right? <laughs> practical effect because you can tell your brain can tell when it's fake. Like, right. And it's like it, it, it has to be real for me to cringe. And I it, I like it when something actually sits there and makes me cringe like that. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, the three three whacks. Ugh. After two. Oh, oh man. Man. I was just like, oof. The suicide off the cliff and the, the, the face just smashing into that yeah. rock. I was like, God. And it just mm. bounces up and you see this, this blah. I was like, oh, wow. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did well. Uh, speaking of um, sort of twenty nineteen, what were was, was there any movies that you uh, particularly liked apart from Midsummer? I really loved um, uh, Ready or Not. Oh, that loved was it so much fun. So that was fun. Good. That was a fun film. I just that was just that was just. I see. I like horror films like that where it's a good mm-hmm. cat and mouse game and it's entertaining. Where it's yep. fun. They're not yeah. they're not taking themselves too seriously. That was fun. It's like and, and it's, of course it's Samara because like she was great in the Babysitter too. I love the Babysitter. Totally. Yep. Yeah. It's like she. It's like I will go see any horror movie that she's in because it seems like that's going to be a fun film now. Um, I actually enjoyed Happy Death Day too. It wasn't really a horror film though, but I I, I love time Sci-fi. travel and stuff like that. Right. So I I like that. It made me tear up a little bit too. It got me a little emotional, but I was like, oh wow, Ooh, did not expect that. Um, Knives Out, I thought that was just hysterical. I, I'm so glad that uh, they're going to make more movies based on that character of Daniel Craig's in that film because that was... <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's like... Yeah, this, he does this whole monologue about donut holes <laughs> and it's hysterical. Wow. Got but everybody in this film is wonderful and it's got some great twists in there too. But it's, it's just like... Mm-hmm. It, you get to see some of these actors doing comedy, which you're not used to seeing them doing comedy. And it's just right. like, they're so funny. I, I think that was actually probably my favorite movie I saw last year was my Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to check out for sure. Haunt was another good one that came out in 2019. I haven't, I haven't been able to see that. And my buddy Damien's in that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. We love, we love Damien too. He's yeah. Yeah. Damien's mom um, grew up in Scotland. Like, 10 minutes away from where I used to live. Really? Yeah. Wow. So we were, we, wow. we spoke at length about that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And, yeah, uh, I, I still need to see Haunt because I, I mean, I wanted to see it when it first came out, but I got so busy with, you know, conventions and all that. So I missed it while I was in theaters. So I was like, ah, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed it when it, I don't think it came out here, but I saw, uh, I rented it yeah. on demand. So, 
I've heard great things about it though, which makes me honestly ninety eight percent of the movie is great. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. I mean, that's a small little yeah. sacrifice, but the rest of the movie was was great. Yeah, so. it's a fun premise. I, I Absolutely, like yeah. That. But yeah, um, thank you very much, David, for joining us. Oh, uh, you're welcome. This was fun. Yeah, we we've always had so much fun, and I do have to say though, man, I'll, I'll be looking forward to meeting you in person. Um, you're going to be at Texas Frightmare Weekend in Dallas yes. in May, so I'll be out there, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'm stopping so, by your booth. So excited about that one. That's gonna be. I hear that one's huge. Oh yeah, yeah. and that whole hotel is like one giant party, man. Like everybody's just walking around drinking, having fun. So oh, it's fun. Boy. Oh boy, I'm excited. I'm very excited. When you go to Dallas in May, I highly suggest the breakfast buffet at the hotel because, man, that shit's good. Oh goody, good, good, good. Oh yeah, the best moments of the whole Texas Frightmare weekend mm-hmm. is the discounted breakfast. Woohoo! So. And the, and that's all almost like a part of it. Like we we were we were down there, and you'd see like C.J. Graham was having breakfast with fucking Kane Hodder. Yeah. And then and then Doug Bradley's walking down, and he's like patting him on the shoulder. Morning. The first year we went, it was the whole Child's Play cast. Yeah. So there's like Brad Dorif and Don Mancini and Alex Vincent and um christina lease and everyone's all there they're just all like having this dinner fiona dorif was there so oh wow that was it was uh it was huge and we were like coming in we went to walmart we got one of those like luggage carts and put all our shit on it and we were like pushing it and then we we get in the door and the humbling moment was when brad dorif walked past and we're just like oh man we're (laughs) a fucking horror convention (laughs) i still haven't met brad yet i would love to like he's so He's so great. Yeah, I, I never got a chance to meet him at the convention, but he was he his line was busy. Yeah, oh, I everyone that. wanted to meet Brad. When I was at a uh, uh, Scaricon up in uh, Massachusetts earlier last year, it's like that was one of the surreal moments. It was like we're doing karaoke, like Felissa and I are up there doing karaoke together, and then we look and there's Billy Zane and he's filming us on his phone, <laughs> and I'm like. Billy Zane is filming me on his phone right now. And he's just standing there in the middle of this crowd and he starts filming the crowd as well. And just like, it's like, it was insane. It was insane. Yes, of course. But it's so Billy Zane. It's so Billy Zane. It's so Billy Zane. It's like, he was like standing in line while we're getting drinks from the bar and he's just standing there. And Damien turns to him and goes like, what the fuck are you doing standing in this line, Billy Zane? It's like, you don't need to be in this line. Here, let me, what do you want to drink? I'll get it for you. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh well, I will take a Jack and Coke then. <laughs> like, yes, you will. Yes, you will. It's so oh, funny. Damien when he drinks, he's he he's such a calm, mild mannered person in real right. life. But when he drinks, well, actually, when we drink, we switch personalities. I become very calm and just chilled, laid back. He's like, woo. <laughs> Running around, it's, it's so funny. It cracks me up. I'm just like, <laughs> and and that's that's what TFW is. TFW is just a party for like four days. So oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm very it's excited, wild, man. As soon as we it's found a... out where we were going, we're like, yes, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Are you are you guys gonna be doing the uh, costume photo ops? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we're actually. I don't know if I should say this, but I think we might be showing a teaser trailer. Oh, it's it going to be a good one this year. Yeah, it depends. It depends what we can get edited, but I think we're that's where we plan to drop our trailer. So right, and that's that's a great fucking place to do it. Yeah, I think it would be epic. That would be just like boom. Yeah, and you'll find the front of that hotel. Everybody's out there just standing around drinking, and mm-hmm. it's like a giant party in the front of the hotel. I love that. Yeah, uh, and I'll see y'all in May then. Yeah, see you in May. First weekend in May. <laughs> um, honestly, we wish you all the best for the future. You, can't man. wait to can't wait to see the the new movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll have to do this again after it comes out, so I can absolutely. finally talk about things. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll 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 set some time up for that. Yeah. And um, may, who knows? Maybe we'll try and see if we can get Damien on too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he would love it. That would be yeah. a, that would be a great show. I'd love to do that. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, we'll try and do that. Um, Definitely, but yeah, um, everyone. If you want to go follow uh, his uh, Instagram, is uh, David Howard Thornton on there. Um, also, YouTube channel as well. I always plug that when we're <laughs> when we have a show because it's. I just, need to put more videos on. Yeah, there. there's yeah. such great content on there. Yeah, so there is. I think uh, maybe I you should it. make a behind the scenes of Terrifier featurette. 
like just specifically for your channel. I think you should, <laughs> you should do that and then release it after the movie comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. That'd be fun for sure. Yeah. But yeah, thanks and again. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, yeah, man, also appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was. It was, pleasure was mine. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys take care. Have a good night. All right, sir. You too. Have a good night. See you in May. Peace. See you soon. <laughs> we'll catch your asses down the road. And remember, you know where you can always find us: deep in the pits of hell. <laughs>